What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Unqualified Podcast. My name is Blake and Taylor. I need you to chug, 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 chug. (laughs) What was that? That is horrible. What was that? (laughs) (laughs) Taylor, I make really dumb decisions when we're on this show. (laughs) You do. Up to your usual antics, man. Oh my gosh. You just downed a random bottle of liquor? Is that that what that was? Horrible. Just picked it up and you were like, "We're gonna drink this during the during the intro." Uh, my tongue feels weird. <laughs> oh, as always. Uh, hey, I'm Taylor. Hey, I'm Blake, and I'm, uh, I'm here. You're, we're all here. Hopefully, hopefully you're listening. And thank you. I, I do want to start off the episode today just by thanking you guys for uh, tuning in here for uh, close to 20 episodes now. We started I this. This is numero nineteen oh. Yeah, and I think next one will be twenty. So um, we started this back when, like, what March? Back February? when the world was different. Back when the world was not locked down, um, which is that is crazy to think about. We started this before the whole COVID lockdown yeah, I, I like mean, happened. This show's on its fifth year. Uh, <laughs> Five years right. Twenty twenty has been a year that has been at least ten years. They need to add um, 10 years to everybody's birth. <laughs> I had a conversation today with someone, and they were just like, they were like, oh, yeah, we're going to have a baby in February. And I was like, man, I wonder what the world's going to be like in February of 2021. Like, Dude, we're, we're already I, I don't even into, know if we're going to make it that far. Right. Well, we're almost into September. Like, I guess. We're yeah, August- we are recording this episode on Friday, August 28th at 431 in 35 seconds p.m. <laughs> Thanks, Apple, for your detailed clocks. But hey, Taylor, when um, was the last time we recorded an episode? But we have not recorded an episode in roughly four-ish weeks. Ooh, um, what a break. And you're, I know that you're so shocked by that. You're like, whoa. Wow. But I've heard you almost every week. Mm-hmm. So how is this possible? Well, it's this thing called pre-recording. Oh, I was going to say time travel. Um, also, potentially that. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we had to, we had to uh, pre-record some episodes due to the man next to me making, you know, a questionable decision. I think you um, called it a cardinal sin, didn't you? I did. <laughs> the first thing I guess I said that it was a cardinal sin, committed the cardinal sin, and uh, um, <laughs> I became he what, gave what? his life away ten months ago. <laughs> I and uh, and and then you know about 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 nine months later he had a, a little uh, a little human that kind of had some resemblance to him and his wife, um, aka kind of. a a babby, babby, um, a babby that I have called little squish, and I believe that that has uh, translated into his official nickname. So you know <laughs> little squish, them. aka Liam, mm-hmm. um. You know, you're welcome because I, I I nicknamed him. I influenced <laughs> that nickname, and I'm pretty happy about it. So, but yeah. So first of all, I want to say congratulations. Thank you. Um, yeah, being way a, to be oh, a sperm gosh. donor and uh, do your part. Yeah, I'm glad I could give my time to my wife. Bringing in life. A total of like um, two minutes. Wow. <laughs> Cheers to that, but clink them. Dear Jesus. <laughs> this is a family show, kind of. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> we're, like, we're like bordering on like Jesus preteen Christ. to teen. Like, listen, I don't want to hear family show, all right? Have you seen Glee? Have you seen Twilight? 
That's apparently PG, PG thirteen, and that and some of that stuff is questionable at best. <laughs> Two minutes. We know that wasn't that long. Okay, so um, <laughs> <laughs> congratulations, Blake Thank and you. Rosie. Uh, way to have a little baby. If there's anybody um, to congratulate, it's Rosie. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, she did all the work here. Yeah. Um, she, that's not I'm true. Not the okay, one. equality, guys. Guys, <laughs> guys do a lot of work in those nine months. Okay. Women are horrible during those nine months. I know nothing about this, so I can talk about it. <laughs> Go get um, it. We're unqualified. <laughs> I'm very unqualified to talk about <laughs> childbirth. Um, but yeah, so also this is most likely, prob- probably the last episode that will be recorded in our current studio. What? Uh, we'll be moving into the new studio bum, 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 uh, bum. In, the, in the coming hours, um, in the next a little bit. Um, <laughs> and yeah, it's going to be exciting. There could be some uh, changes coming that could be mm. better or worse. <laughs> I don't know what just happened to me. Um, Your body went through some sort of slight <laughs> malfunction. <laughs> could be better. Could be worse. We'll find out. We'll see. We'll see. We'll definitely. Um, but today is not yeah. about any of that. It's about Blake and his ability to be a father. <gasps> um, so we're going like to we make sure... <laughs> That he is prepared for the rest of fatherhood, and we're going to make sure that we know all there is to know and make sure that he feels very awkward and that his wife 100% hates me at the end of this show. Because uh, that's the goal. That's the goal of every episode. <laughs> kidding. I'm kidding, Rosie. Calm down. Okay, come on. Um, if she's not in the same room. This is what room. happens when you let me plan an episode. I just, you know, just take it off the rails. If she's not on the if she's not in the same room as me right now, she There's just stormed in and looked good at chance me. chance that she just turned off the podcast. She's like, I'm not listening to the rest of this. Sweet. Let's talk about sports. So no. <laughs> kidding. Let's start off with this. Do you mm-hmm. have a hot take? Mm, man. I the the hot take that first comes to my mind is that all the the no 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 um the the nurses and doctors do not get enough recognition um mm. especially like um not i don't want to say fertility that's not the right word for it fertility um uh the the doctor term for guys helping. be nice to him okay he's got a newborn <laughs> he doesn't sleep much the uh, the people who take care of pregnant women and help them deliver babies and such, they are um, OBGYNs. There we go. Oh, my God. OBGYNs. OBGYNs. Um, they, they do not get enough credit. Um, sometimes they get scrutiny when it comes to some sort of, you know, some political things here and there, but that's neither here nor there. Um, and, and and that was my original hot take is that they, they just honestly, just nurses in general and doctors don't get enough recognition for the good that they do. Um, but my official hot take would be that, um, being a dad is honestly one of the toughest jobs in the world. Okay. First Um, of all, you can't ruin the episode with your hot take being about fatherhood. Okay. mm -hmm. We have a whole thing planned of questions. (laughs) So uh, summarize what you're about to say. Uh huh. And And let me ask my question. Like how many words? Three. Mm. You get three more words. Okay. It is wonderful. I'm the captain now. <laughs> Look into my eyes. That's cool, man. I'm the captain. Now. We'll get more into that in a bit. I'm excited to talk to you about uh, being the Fajr. The Fajr. Um, that's dope, dope. As usual, nutter butters. Super <gasps> underrated. Wait. All right. Hold on. Uh, what? 
my hot take is that Sweetheart Ropes is the superior Dude, candy. Those are so good. Have you had the one the um, is it the, the new ones the that they came out with? Punch one or whatever it is. Yeah, like the the, the ones punch. that's like m- like like different flavors all in one. Yeah, it's uh, that is like that m- my favorite candy. Good. I my freaking notifications just went insane. <laughs> Who makes uh, Sweetheart Ropes? Sweetheart. <laughs> Uh, oh, okay. the twisted, twisted, twist, twisted rainbow punch. Yeah, no, those are bomb. Those are the best ones. Oh, followed yes. by uh, strawberry. Nah, I like cherry. Uh, you're wrong. <laughs> um, so yeah, so hey, Nabisco sweet tart sponsor us. <laughs> That'd be fun. <laughs> I would eat a lot of those. Um, so normally this is where I would uh, read funny news. Um, but. I am going to take this episode because it's my episode, not yours. And I'm going to take it to a serious note for about three and a half minutes, ideally. Um, Normally, again, this is where I just share funny news, but I didn't really feel like it because there's no funny news. There is, but it doesn't deserve to be highlighted right now. Um, A few days ago, again, uh, you're listening to this on Monday, so... About a half a week ago, um, a man who was guilty of doing some bad things, um, had a warrant out for his arrest and stuff, uh, was unarmed and unrightfully shot seven times in the back. Um, And again, he was a black man shot by three white officers in Wisconsin. Um... And I bring this up to say that um, it it just really sucks that we are continuing to go through this. Um, We fought really hard and we protested and we um, brought light to the situation, uh, you know, a couple months back. And the entire situation feel this situation makes it feel like it was it was all for naught that everything that we've done to this point was for nothing um and that's really hard to acknowledge and you know um on top of that a couple days later during some protests that are going on in wisconsin um a white kid 17 years old carrying an m4 uh rifle walking down the streets aiming at protesters and saying that he was going to shoot him and yelling at them and stuff and a couple other white guys jumped in and tried to disarm him um, and that resulted in them losing their life as the kid shot them and killed them and opened fire into protesters luckily not killing anyone else just the two people um, but this dude who literally gunned down people at a protest 17 years old, white was arrested extremely peacefully and was given water and was cared for by the police. And now the news is making him out to be a misunderstood mental health case. Um, and that he was a good kid and all this stuff and defending him. Meanwhile, on the flip side, making out um, this this African-American man who was shot seven times at point blank range, unarmed again, um, out to be this like massive criminal that um, he just he really wasn't. He he had a, an arrest warrant for for something small and um, 
was allegedly involved in a domestic dispute and the cops that were there to take care of it. And instead of being cops and, you know, controlling the situation and arresting them, um, a dude is left in a hospital bed paralyzed and facing a lot of surgeries as he fights for his life. Um, and that's not really okay. And it just, it honestly, uh, it breaks my heart that we are talking about this over and over again. Um, and that sparked a lot of things in the sports community. Um, NBA bubble shut down for a few days as, as players were protesting and um, using their platform to <coughs> bring light to what was going on um, in the world. And it, it really it was really cool because it provided an opportunity for us to have a conversation for people to know what happened and to talk about it yet again. Um, but I just, you know, I raised the question of... Um, how how long until until we enact real change? Um, I am friends with a lot of people who are just completely and utterly exhausted right now, and they feel like they're they're spinning out of control, like they're hitting the gas pedal, but their tires are just spinning and they're not actually moving anywhere. Um, and yeah, and it just really sucks that we're back here again. It feels like we're back at square one. So. Um, I don't want to make this podcast about that, but I do want to speak on it and bring light to it. Um, be kind to one another. Don't be a racist. It's it's not okay. No. It's not okay. No, it's so. not. But I will say that was that was well spoken for for both of us. Um for someone who just downed a watermelon smash. Yeah. <laughs> but uh no, I, I totally know how old that was. <laughs> I totally agree. Uh, it just it, enough is enough, you know. Um play, you know, those NBA players, they have a platform, they used it. Um and, and across all the other sports. And yes. MLB and uh NFL and college football today, um <clears throat> which was really cool. Lincoln Riley is an A+ plus human being and football coach. Uh, Rinkin, Rinkin, Rinkin Liley for president. Lincoln Riley for president 2020. I'm all about that. Um, today he led a march across OU campus with all of the football players that started at the stadium and went around um, and basically, uh, you know, marched in solidarity and equality with his players. Um, and, and he's just, he handled the COVID situation really well. He's handled the social injustice really well. He's just, he really, um, he unifies mm-hmm. the way that we're supposed to right now. Yeah, um, we need to be more unified as a nation, um, and and not so divided when it comes to this stuff. Um, so yeah, and a lot of you need to you know chill out on Facebook, you know, <laughs> for real. Because kind of want to kick you in your teeth <laughs> most of the time. Most of the time. But we will start an awkward transition. Awkward. This is awkward. As I get to ask Blake questions. Oh, oh no. Blake, are you a dad? I am. Are you a new dad? I am a new dad. That's all the questions I had. Alright. Alright, this has uh, been unqualified. <laughs> <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> I totally was gonna roll into the outro. When did you become a father? What was the day, my guy? <clears throat> it was July twenty eighth. So July was it really? Yeah. Oh. He is a month old as of today. Oh, well, that's neat. I know, it's crazy. <laughs> I remember I had to bring you a laptop. 
on the day of your son's birth. Yes, you did. Uh, I guess it was actually technically the day before. Um, it was technically because the day you were bored and you wanted to play the video games. Yeah. Um, that whole experience in of itself was just uh, it was it was something different. Yeah. Uh, but your uh, yeah. the baby was healthy. Baby was healthy. Yeah. The so wife, the madre, is healthy. Mm-hmm. Which is really really great. Oh yeah. All really, really great things. They did have to do a C-section, from what I understand, right? Yeah, okay. it was. But hey, the whole experience okay. is, in itself was just crazy. Um, so it was. So the night of, so like like July, uh, it was like midnight essentially. Um, Rosie like woke up. She she came into the living room because I was just chilling in there, uh, playing on my laptop actually. Funny enough, um, because. Back then, I didn't go to bed at good times. I went to bed at like two, three o'clock. But now right, I like wake a up. Human being. Right, right. Now I wake up at two and three o'clock. But it was it was during the really bad rainstorms that we had back mm-hmm. in like the end of July. It was like it like flooded overnight, essentially all the roads. Mm-hmm. Um, and so her water broke. Mm-hmm. She came into the room. She was like, "Hey, I think I I, I may have I don't know if I wetted the bed or if my water just broke." <laughs> and so, so she. I, I don't know. I don't know if I just lost all control of my bladder or, <laughs> or what. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. But she, so she called. She called her doctor's office and she called the on-call nurse. Or she, she, she tried to get in contact with them, and so they were like, "Okay, we'll get in contact with the nurse, and then she'll reach back out to you, tell you what you need to do." Um, which, by the way, we never heard from them at nice. all. Nice. So <laughs> that's awesome. But we woke my mom up, um, and then she like called her parents because her parents were still up, um, and they were like, "Yeah, you probably should just go to the hospital." Um, that's where you have babies. Yeah, exactly. So mm-hmm. we we went we went and drove in the pouring rain. Um, it, I want to say pouring. It wasn't like as bad as it was. It let up a little bit. Um, I did think I was gonna stall my car out though, because <laughs> I went through. I went through a flooded part of the road. Like if I didn't, I had to pop the curb to get traction. Hmm. So uh, yeah, I didn't follow the turn around, don't drown <laughs> rule. <laughs> but we went, stopped at McDonald's, uh, picked her up a McChicken before we went. Um, of course, because <laughs> she was hungry. Um, we went in, they did all the tests, they confirmed that it was amniotic fluid, so she was in labor. And then um, pretty much it just kept pumping her full of uh, medicine that helped induce labor in the, in the contractions. And um, that was from midnight around like, um, excuse me, sir, this is a professional podcast show. <laughs> Get a photo. But uh, it was, it was the, uh, it was, she was basically in labor from around midnight, July 27th up until her C-section, which was around 830 the next day. So she was in labor for almost, for over 24 hours. Nice. Yeah, so, or close to, I don't want to say over 24 hours, but pretty close to about like eight, 18 hours, 16 hours, if my math is n- not great. But um, that whole moment was just like surreal because of all the COVID stuff going on. Um, I, I like, I lost track of what day it was, what time, like time was moving by so slow. Right. You don't realize how much time has honestly passed. Um Especially with having a, a newborn, um, and so which it's funny to say this, but I think we got more sleep at the hospital than we do right now. Yeah, that makes sense. So because they had nurses coming in, checking in on him every so often, and um, we would change him whenever they or I would change him because Rosie couldn't couldn't get out of bed most of the time. Um, not until like the last day she was able to get in and out of herself and stuff. Um, 
but it was uh it, it was it was crazy the c-section was definitely really stressful um i was in like a like full body like suit essentially to keep like a, like a hazmat suit well not hazmat but <laughs> no i had kidding. like a hair bonnet i had like a, a suit on Did I had, you have a like, hair bonnet over your beard they gave me a mask so i just oh, okay. i had to wear the mask and then i think i wore yeah i wore a mask and then um i had like shoe booties on so i was like covered almost head to toe in like sterile stuff mm-hmm. <laughs> um but yeah it, it was being in first of all surgical rooms are also really cold so just that that that's that's cool um, have you ever had surgery before no so that's like the first time You've i've never ever had been surgery, in surgery. So okay okay yeah so but um mm-hmm. they took us back they that's did how it is. they did the c-section and that's so cold. it was it was weird i was able to go cut the cord for for liam and everything and he was a he's a super long baby. He also he he's weighed. Big. He was he was big. He didn't look it because he was a long uh, baby. I but. want to take this moment to say that uh, Amy was correct. In mm-hmm. The weight guess um, that is my wife. <laughs> um, shout out. She doesn't listen to this podcast. Well, shout out to her. Um, <laughs> she'll never hear that. Um, well, that's cool. Yeah. So the overall birth experience, not necessarily how you felt, but just the whole, whole birth experiences. Was it? Was it what you expected? Was it better? Was it worse? It, or was it just different? It was, uh, I mean, it was a different, it was kind of like surreal because the whole time you're thinking like, wow, okay, this is, this really is going to happen. You know, it, it it's, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. And then before you know it, it's the next day and you're sitting here thinking, okay, when is this going to happen? And then for us with her having a C-section, <laughs> the doctor that was on call, um, at the time because it wasn't her normal gynecologist or OBGYN because um, she was on vacation for the time um, and so which was she's a, she was actually scheduled to be inducted when her doctor was coming back from from vacation mm. so so her the call doctor came in um, and was like hey you're not progressing far enough um, we're gonna do a c-section and we're both just like what hold on <laughs> Like nobody came in and told us like to to expect something like this. You just came out of the blue and and, and told us like, hey, we're gonna do a C section, um, which we were we were totally fine with. We weren't like against doing a C section, but it was like, sure. hey, whoa, hold on, wait a minute, like let's let's talk about this for a second. <laughs> and so she was like, okay, well, we'll give you until you know seven o'clock tonight, and if you don't progress any further significantly, then we'll go in and we'll do a C section. Um, and she never got past five centimeters. And we think just because the kid's head was too big, um, he couldn't move down far enough. So, yeah, they just went in due to C-section. Like, the scariest part of that whole experience was the C-section just because that was what I was most worried about. Just because there can be complications from C-sections and you never know what happens. But, um, no, everything went smoothly. Um, the C-section was great. Um, her scar is pretty much healed up at this point. Um, or the incision site, there is really no scar. Um, which was, which, which is fantastic. Um, I, I, when I went over to, to cut the cord for Liam, I looked back by accident and they hadn't quite finished sewing her up yet. And so. <laughs> I'm sure that was fun. Yeah. You know, all I'm going to say is that the inside of a human looks weird and I don't think I ever want to see it again. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, but other than that, the only other really stressful part about that whole experience was her getting an epidural, just because that's painful because mm. they're poking around on your spine and 
they're giving you basically numbing medicine directly into your your uh, you know spinal fluid, spinal cord, and stuff like that to help with right. the pain of uh, the the pain of, of of those contractions. So, but um, it it was it was a overall it was it was a great experience just because of how smoothly everything went after the C section. Um, you know, there's a there's a lot of different things that the doctors check for with kids. Um, and so everything that they checked for with Liam, he didn't have an issue with at all. So I probably cried more during the whole um, delivery part of everything than Rosie did, honestly. Mm. <laughs> so, but uh, but yeah, it was a it was it was a it was a good experience overall. But it definitely felt like I was uh, time was moving in slow motion. And uh, yeah, that makes sense. I feel like it could be hard because you know. As you said, you're, you're <clears throat> prepared to mm-hmm. have a baby when you go into, you know, labor, and then it takes, you know, 30 hours or whatever. And yeah, took Rosie like 14 yeah. hours total. Yeah, I can uh, imagine how that could be <coughs> stressful. So, um, the moment that you saw uh, the, the, the little squish, mm-hmm. as we call it, um, what was that moment like? It was... Um, it, it was, it was definitely a, uh, uh, it was definitely moving uh, first and foremost. Cause like I said, I, I cried more than Rosie did after that whole delivery process. Um, <laughs> uh, but, uh, it, 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 it changed something within my mind. You know, I, I, I felt like my priorities had shifted entirely with, within how I viewed everything within my life now. Um, you know, my, my top priority is definitely family over, over everything else. And, and not to say that that wasn't anymore, um, or that wasn't first, it always has been, but it it now has more, more meaning and more significant impact on my, on my life than it ever did before now with, with Liam being here. Um, you know, and so I can, and this may sound bad when I say this, but I'm, I am trying like 10 times harder at my job now ever since I went back um, just because I don't want anything to happen with that I'm not saying that there is going to anything to happen but um, and like I said I know that sounds bad like I wasn't trying beforehand but mm-hmm. I'm definitely I'm definitely trying harder at that and, and you know um, it's it's weird um, like my parents are still my parents but you know I I view them in a different light. Like now I understand what they went through with me and I, I get it now. Um, you know, with all the remarks that they made growing up, like, well, I'm going to make you take care of me when I get old and I can't take care of myself and, and this and that, like, man, I get it. You know, just today when we were taking Liam's one month pictures, we had to throw away a onesie because he had a blowout and it was that bad. (laughs) Yeah, dude, it was all the way up to his shoulders. Mm-hmm. I, it, I it's part of having a baby I know but I just sat there and I looked at him for a second I was like dude like honestly really and he did that all over me too and then he peed on himself and then he started crying I'm like well that's not my fault oh boy oh boy <laughs> alright I'm gonna come in now <laughs> <laughs> but so okay um, but yeah it was definitely it's it just it was definitely a big change in my priorities and how I viewed you know how I view my wife and how I view my parents now in in, in this world. So that's dope. That's really cool. Um, what about that that first night out of the hospital, back home? 
learning how to, you know, <clears throat> be. Oh yeah. A, a dad. How is how is <laughs> how is that? And then you can go into like yeah, what has been you know up up from like the day that y'all got home mm-hmm. to like right before you went back to work. Like, what has that been like? It was so we. We kind of got the the pattern down a little bit in the in the hospital um, when it came to taking care of him, just because we were there for a couple of days because she had a C-section and they wanted to keep us for at least 48 hours. Um, so, you know, from the car ride home and all the way till we got home, it was definitely, um, I, I guess I want to say it was like I felt at peace that we were finally getting like getting him home because of. Uh, um, because, you know, then I, I we felt more na- like comfortable. It, mm-hmm. it felt more natural that we had him, um, we had him here. Um, and so when we got him home, you know, we were, I mean, we were tired. My parents were happy to see him. He took, they, they took him from us. And, um, you know, like after having a really long car ride, like, I, like a, how you have a car trip when you come home and you just lay in your bed and you just lay there and you're just like, oh, oh my gosh, that was a long car trip. Like, I'm so glad we're home now. It was kind of like that feeling, like, oh, my God, that was such a long stay at the hospital. I'm so glad that we're home now. And then, but we brought home a little human with us, too. Um, yeah, a little bit different. A little different, a little different. One time I went on a car trip uh, to Colorado, and I came back with a puppy. Oh, look at that. So that's similar. Right? Similar, right. Just your baby's ten times hairier than mine, so. Yeah, see? <laughs> it's harder is what I'm hearing you say. <laughs> Whatever. I'm kidding. But um, after after that, it was just kind of um, it was us playing catch up with a lot of the sleep because those uh those office or office what the heck am I saying the hospital it, it bed doesn't, it doesn't sound like you've caught up sleep no definitely not <laughs> but go ahead I mean we've definitely gotten more sleep than like I said we got in the hospital just because a the hospital stuff is not comfortable so it's being nice being back in our own beds but um. You know, it's weird because I thought I would be more, I thought I would be worried all the time with him being in his crib, you know, by himself, like, you know, with SIDS and everything like that, you know, Mm -hmm. but it, it, like I got him, we got him home, we got him in the crib all swaddled up and, you know, the first couple of nights, you know, or I I shouldn't say first couple of nights, ever since then, we haven't really been worried about it. Um, You know, I don't wake up in the middle of the night going like, is the baby okay? And you got to go check on the baby. No, um, you know, he, he's definitely, he definitely lets us know if he's cold or if he's hungry more so he's usually hungry. (laughs) Um, and, and that's been, and, and him, you know, and us waking up and, or I say us, but Rosie waking up and getting him to feed him, that's been like just the biggest change in our day to day lives. Other than that, you know, it's every, every couple of hours, we feed him. You change his diaper. What feels like every five minutes. Um, you get spat up on. You get farted on. Um, you get peed on. You get all the great stuff. They give all the the wonderful gifts they give to you. Lots of bodily fluids. <laughs> but uh, um, but yeah, it was just a lot of um, learning his his schedule. We finally got him on a really good schedule now, and we kind of are are we've got him on a pattern where around ten o'clock. He'll get one last feeding, and he'll just crash until, like, 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. And then on my off days, um, from from at least working now, on my days that I'm off when I'm not working, I will wake up, and I'll get him a bottle, and I'll feed him a bottle. 
but on the days that I am working, Rosie will let me sleep and she'll just take care of Liam the whole night and, and pretty much the whole day while I'm working. Um, which kudos to her. That's, that is, um, uh, that, that is tough. Yeah. Cause we wake up, like I said, we wake up two <laughs> or three o'clock and then we get woken up again. Or I say we, she usually gets woken up around like five o'clock, five, six o'clock and then feeds them one last time. And then usually by that point, um, I wake up and I, I take care of him for a couple of hours while Rosie recuperates and gets coffee <laughs> and stuff. But it's definitely just been a change. Um, but we, we've we at least got a schedule down or a pattern down now where it, it makes it t- 10 times easier for us. Yeah. Um, because he was born at night. He was a night baby. So he was used to going to bed during the day um, and being awake the whole night. And so it's just like, oh, my God, what are we going to do? <laughs> but he's he's acclimated. He's, he's adjusted just fine to our schedule, and he's gotten on kind of our rhythm, and uh, that's kind of the biggest goal. And now we're – at this point, we're now back to on his time whenever he's hungry or whenever he's cranky. <laughs> that makes sense. Uh, <clears throat> were things uh, quite a bit harder when you went back to work? You're still working <clears throat> from home, right? I am still working from home, so that's making it easy for sure. I'm not oh, like away from him or, or anything like that. Um, you know, honestly, it, it's not... It, it, it's not... St- too 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 much harder than what it originally already um already was which he wasn't a difficult kid to begin with but um you know with with rosie being there and being able to take care of him because she does she's not going to go back until like october Mm. so she gets like a bunch of time off which is great i think three of those weeks going up into october are not paid but that's whatever um she gets that baby bonding time with him but uh, it, it, it's, it, you know, with him being breastfed, it, it's absolutely fine with me going back to work because, you know, I can't f- help fix that issue. I can do everything else. I can change him and stuff and, um, and and all that. So usually on the days that I work, when I go to lunch, um, I'll come and I'll spend that hour with him. I'll take him away from, from Rosie for an hour and let her just kind of take a break from him and let her do whatever she needs to do, let her go eat, whatever. And I'll go and check on them on breaks and stuff. And if they ever need anything, I'm there. But other than that, she's handled it like a pro. She's she's taking care of him. Um, I you know it's it, it baffles me the uh, the strength of women <laughs> after going through something like that. You know, because I'm not the one who got cut into. She does. She did. <laughs> right. And I'm not the one having to feed him every night or every day right. whenever he's hungry. So. You know, he's pretty much attached to her hip at this point. And that's, and I think, you know, that's fine. He's 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 already a mama's boy. You know, <laughs> when he gets upset, he wants mama, and like I get that, because I when I'm upset, I want my mom. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I call I cry for my mom when I get upset, even at the age of 23. So, <laughs> I have no words for that. <laughs> I have absolutely no words. <laughs> no, but I guess what I'm tra- I guess don't, I guess what I'm saying is that she's a trooper, good. Um, and she's she's been handling it like a champ. Shout out to all the moms out there. Um, you know, way to way to way to be a mom. Proud of y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Great, good job, good job. <laughs> a round of applause. Um, so I guess probably my last question would be, mm-hmm. um, what's been the most um surprising 
mm-hmm. part of being a Fodger. Um, obviously, you're only a few weeks in. Um, I'm and a, have, I'm a month in. <laughs> have definitely a few few more tens of decades. Um, yeah. It's not tens of decades, but a few more decades ahead of you. Um, so I guess what's been the most surprising thing about being a dad in the first few weeks? I guess just how, um, just how natural it's come to, to just being a dad. Um, it, it, it feels natural and it, 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 it feels like that I've, I've done this for a little bit. I mean, I've done it for a month, but it feels like I've done it longer and so it, it just it feels like it's something that's come natural taking care of him and making sure that he's okay um that and what was surprising was uh was how how big he is and how rosie was able to carry something that big around for n- almost <laughs> 10 months um and so it it's it's that's the most surprising part about it is just how natural it feels and how natural it feels like everything's coming with just learning on how to take care of him and and how to be a dad or how to be a father to him you know obviously he's not old enough to back talk or anything like that so <laughs> well uh like that'll say, be fun we got a couple we got a couple of years to go before it, it starts to get into uh until we start to get into uh to real to to the, to the real part of being a, a parent, you know, this is just pregame. This is preseason. <laughs> Once they hit about one and a half to two years old, that's like that's first quarter. That's when the game starts. <laughs> but uh, that and uh, I can't believe we've made something that cute. Yeah, and baby's freaking adorable. I'm I'm glad you think so. Dude, that's just, a good thing, you know, <laughs> being the parent and everything. Look, sometimes you look at kids and you just go, "Wow, oh, I know." Man. Yeah, that's Shoot. a man. Yeah, that's, that's a, a precious baby. baby. That's a look baby. how precious it is. <laughs> oh man, if someone <laughs> I, says that to you. That means they think that baby's baby is ugly. ugly. <laughs> Got a big old someone forehead just, or something. Someone listening is just like. Wait, wait. What? Taylor said, "Wait, what?" <laughs> Taylor told me my baby was precious. You got, you got, you just got called out. That dude, yeah, his... Liam, Liam's a precious baby. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> what I'm ever. just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Everybody talks about his cheeks when they what, look at uh, him. Well, he's got, he's got some jowls. You know, he's well, like a so French. Well, so do I. He's like a French bulldog. Well, look at my, look you at know? my cheekbones. Have you ever look seen how... a French bulldog. Look at a French bulldog. You know, like, he got some, got some jowls. Uh, well, he resembles me the do, most, you know? so yeah. I feel bad for that baby. <laughs> <laughs> I do too. It's gonna have a hard life. It is. It is. <laughs> I feel. I feel horrible. What? For that uh, I guess my actual last question. <laughs> you liar. Um, what's been the most challenging part of being the Fajir? Oh man, um, definitely trying to be super dad um, and taking care of Liam as much as possible because like the first week i we had him home i always got up first and i always got him uh yeah, you are missing a couple key parts mm-hmm. to what he would want most yeah of the time. well so the thing so so i knew he was hungry when he woke up so i would always go heat him up a bottle so that way rosie could sleep like for a majority of the night um mm-hmm. for the first week that she was back home and like recovering from that c-section still um and so i learned that right there is it is too much because if she doesn't feed she'll slow down her supply and then it'll become hard for her to do what she needs to do 
I don't need a that and rundown. Yeah, but it's it, but it, it makes it. <laughs> I understand that. It just it, it makes it harder on her. Um, you know, from a from a physical aspect um, for for breastfeeding. Um, so I mean, she would much prefer to feed him at least the first half of the night and give him to me when it's like four o'clock in the morning. So sure, sure, sure. Which is sure. fine. I don't. That's, I don't that's mind. That's how that. I feel about my puppies. You know, <laughs> like, I don't want to. I don't want to let them out at two a.m. You know. Just yeah. Screw them. <laughs> that's, yeah. But that was definitely the hard. That's definitely the hardest part. Learning that when he, when it, when he needs something, and we and I have done all that I need to help Qual is crying. I just need to hand him to Rosie and be like, here, do your part. D- do your thing. Do your thing. Do the thing I can't do. <laughs> Buffet's open. Um. Well, that's. It's great. It's great. It's great. Where you, you like stumbled like I was gonna say words and then it just didn't work out. <laughs> um, I want to let you know now that um, my goal uh, throughout this entire uh, time that you're gonna be a dad is uh, to compare it as much as possible to me having puppies. Um, <laughs> just want to make that clear. Uh, well, congratulations again. Um, thank you way to be a dad thank you so much when when Um, can we when can we expect little taylor's roughly 10 years okay yeah um (laughs) roughly 10 years yeah let's uh (laughs) let's not talk about that (laughs) (laughs) that stresses me out i'm I'm just so busy uh, <laughs> There'll come a point where you've accomplished everything in your life, and the next step would be kids. That is literally never going to happen. <laughs> well, look what you literally, got with the studio. I will constantly be chasing something new. Oh. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't rest. I don't quit. Mm-hmm. I'm. Um, Listen, kids you give know. you something new every day. So there you go. Yeah, yeah. So does <laughs> being an entrepreneur and owning businesses, <laughs> businesses and puppies. That's all I need. Those yeah. are my children. Right, you know, my businesses give me something new every single day. <laughs> Quick, and mini, my dogs, hey, little mini hot take. It's okay not to want kids. It's not for everybody. Okay, let me. I need to go ahead and say this. <laughs> this is just. I do want little squishies. Um, I will make the best little squishies. Um, <laughs> Those little squishies will destroy however, all the other squishies. I would like to enjoy marriage a little bit, and I would like mm-hmm. to get uh, some goals met. Oh yeah. Before I have squishies, everyone's take is different on when you should have kids and stuff. I know y'all had kids mm-hmm. pretty quickly after marriage. I would like to wait a while. We've been married almost uh, our little yeah two and a half three years. I don't know. I don't honestly. <laughs> right. Uh, let I me mean, math. Uh, two and a half years we've been mm-hmm. married, and I you know I think um, you know yeah. there's a, a lot of stuff that's happened those two and a half years that has uh, not allowed us to. You know, go on vacations and uh, do what you need to and do. Really, uh, you know, enjoy enjoy each the other. Way I want to. So yeah, that is my first priority before bringing in Absolutely. children. And I want to bring them into the right situation. You mm-hmm. know, like I don't want to be working eighty hours a week, hundred hours a week, traveling all the time and going crazy. So yeah. I'm gonna sprint and get all that stuff off the ground now, and then at some point. Yeah, like you, like you said, everybody has a different take as far as when you should have kids, and the the, the right answer to that is whenever you feel like you want, <laughs> or whenever you feel like you can have kids. You're never ready. Never. never no. Ready. No. 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 As much as I felt like it, it has come natural. Um, you know, like I said, there has been times where I feel like, oh my god, I can't do this. This kid's too much. Like here, you 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 have him. Like I can't I can't do this <laughs> no more. But uh, 
it's definitely a blessing every single day just to just to realize that we we created something so beautiful and amazing um you know especially coming from from me holy cow um i hope like i said i know that kid i said he looks a lot like me but holy crap i hope he has a lot of rosie's <laughs> good looks it doesn't have any, <laughs> any anything to do with me when it comes to my looks holy crap but um <laughs> but uh, self-deprecating humor for the win right guys Oh boy! But uh, it, but you know, yeah, it's okay not to want kids either. Though there's people out there who don't want to have kids, and that is absolutely equally okay. Um, there's no right or wrong answer to having or not having kids. So, you know, me and Rosie felt like it was the right time. We've known each other for almost eight years now. We'll be married for a year in October, so we felt like we were able to enjoy our times together, just me and her. So we felt like that this was our next step, you know, with uh, with, with getting married and all that. So, um, but yeah, I agree with you, Taylor. Everybody's uh, everybody's timing is different within their lives, and you just got to find the right the right point to do it. So for sure. Well, As, congratulations again. Yeah, and I'm gonna let you wrap close out this episode since it is now officially back to your podcast. It feels good. It feels good to be back in my hands. <laughs> Well, as uh, as we wrap up here real quick, um, again, like I said, just a huge thanks and uh, to everybody who's been listening to us for these, like you said, I think this is episode 19 now. Yeah. Um, we're almost at 20 episodes, which is, again, really crazy to think about, especially where we, uh, we started with uh, what the world was like. Um, and just a huge shout out to my wife as well for being a trooper through this whole pregnancy um, and, and, and being a mom now. Um, I know pregnancy was tough and I know... Um, C-section is not what we wanted, but man, I'm sure glad that he's here. Um, I, I don't care how he came. I'm just glad that he, he did come, um, healthy and safe. So, um, yeah, hopefully as Taylor mentioned in the beginning, we're going to be in the new studio soon, hopefully within the next episode or two. Woot woot. Oh man. We'll give more updates as to what that's going to be changing with the podcast. Um, we'll still be on anchor and stuff, but we might have some other avenues. You may be able to enjoy us. So stay tuned for that. Check our Facebook out and make sure you share us, you know, as we get on to the 20th episode, you gotta, you gotta give, you gotta, you gotta make sure that, you know, you, you share this with your friends and family and your ra- random neighbors and strangers and coworkers and, and, and make sure we get as popular as possible because we want money because we're greedy and uh, we're sellouts. So please sponsor us. Anybody, please, <laughs> please. As always, my name is Blake. Unqualified.